Yeah, welcome to the Jesus Podcast. Okay, in this podcast, me and you, Nathan, we're going to be talking about Jesus. We're going to be, you know, just talking about him to know who he is more, to lift him high so that you can know more about him and I can know more about him and the people watching can know more about him as well. So, today we're going to be talking about a topic titled, um, Surrender Yourself to Jesus. Surrender yourself to Jesus. <laughs> so Nathan, what do you understand by the word surrender? Well, <laughs> I did do a little bit of research. <laughs> and I found out that word, not surrender, but submit. Um, I took from, from James 4, 7, it says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Um, and so I look up the word submit, and in Greek, um, the word used in James 4, 7 is a derivative or something of the Greek I don't know how to pronounce it, but it means to place or to put under, um, and it could refer to being under someone else's control or authority, or to do what someone else desires, and so um, it, so when it says submit yourselves, I guess what it's saying is to really put yourself under God's authority um, and to kind of place your desires below his desires for you. So that's kind of what I learned. Thank you, Nathan. So yeah, put yourself on that God's authority. So submit yourself, therefore, to God. As Christians, we are supposed to live under the leadership of Jesus Christ. We call him Savior. We also have to call him Lord. Lord means that he is, he is controller of our lives. So like I said, James 4 verse 7, submit yourself to God. This means giving Jesus control of your life. Submission is a commitment to let Jesus live his life through you. <laughs> um, the next words in that verse says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. The devil will not flee if you are not submitted to God. Like Nathan, I like what you said. <laughs> Amazing. Submit yourself, like put yourself under God's authority. Now, the devil is scared of Jesus. When Jesus says, Satan, go, he goes. Like you see in the Bible where he casts out demons. Yeah. Jesus Christ cast out devils. <laughs> so, if the devil comes to us and we say, devil, go away. The devil will start. Will, will look at us and say, "Like who are you? Like, like why are you telling me to like on this authority? Mm-hmm. If you say on my authority, you are going to be battered by the devil. Yeah. <laughs> but if you say, in, leave this place in the name of Jesus. Now you are under the authority of Jesus, and you say the devil should go away." It will it has to obey because if you speak under the authority of Jesus, then it appears to the devil that it is Jesus mm-hmm. telling him what to do. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it said submit yourself to God, yeah. then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Yeah. You cannot resist without submitting. So it's kinda like because I guess I don't know, I've heard this recently. It's like there's people who like yeah, they want to, you know, cast out demons or something, 
but then their life is in complete disobedience to the word of God, or they're not living according to the scriptures. And so they're like maybe picking and choosing pieces of like the Bible that they like, mm-hmm. cast, trying to cast out some demons. But it's like you're they're like, I guess you have to be really submitted to God in order to, um, you know, live out the Christian life in a sense, or really truly be a disciple of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That is very good. That is very true. So, let's look at another Bible scripture, the book of Mark chapter 14. Mark 14 from verse 35. It says here in my Bible, And it went further a little and fell on the ground. That is Jesus Christ. And prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father. All things are possible unto you. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I want, but what you want. Here we are, we saw Jesus Christ fully surrender to the will of the Father. It was God, it was the Father's, you know, um, it, it was the Father's plan for Jesus Christ to die on the cross so that we can be saved. But Jesus Christ already saw the price I was going to pay. Say, Father, please, if it's your will, please let him not go through this. Mm-hmm. But it's not what I want. It's what you want. So I said, yeah, I know that um, this is the statement of the fully surrendered man of God. It is the relinquishment of what you want to start doing what God wants. And there is no better way to live than to do it the Jesus way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's like because it, I guess it strikes, you know, fear in a lot of people or like us. It's like, do I really have to like give up maybe a job for God? Do I have to give up a relationship? Maybe it's I have to not give up something, but I have to actually do something for God. That's like scary or something like if it's what god wants it's yeah but it's like really is god is calling us to do that take that that risk that step for him for him even if maybe we and i guess it's something to do with our heart um someone was just sharing with me about cain and abel Mm -hmm. how cain was like oh here's the grain but um gave him a, some of his grain offering and then Abel gave him his the the best of his flock of lambs and that's what God received was Abel's um you know his sacrifice but Cain's was rejected and it's like mm-hmm. God wants us to give him the the I guess it would explain too it's not always about the sacrifice itself but what it um it's about your heart, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you willing to give everything for God? Are you going to like give it all? Or are you just going to give a little bit? Mm-hmm. Are you just going to give partial? And God's like, I want all. It's like, um, you know, you can't be lukewarm with God, right? Like it's either like hot or cold or else God spits you out. Like exactly. you got to be all in or you're all out. There's, <laughs> there's no in between. So mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Like it's also has to be do with perspective mm-hmm. like if those who are finding it hard to give god 
their life, their job. It's about perspective. Mm-hmm. Who is the person that gave you life? Who brought you into this world? Mm-hmm. It's Jesus. Who saved you from hell? Jesus. Who gave you that job? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. You are you are you are not sick. You are not dead. You are alive. Mm-hmm. You have over your head. You have a house. You have, you have a family. Yeah. Who gave that to you? Jesus. You need to realize that <laughs> it's not for you. It's for him. He gave it to you. And he, he will take care of you. So when he asks you to give $100 in charge as your offering, you heard his voice. Why don't you just give that money to Jesus? Trusting that he will not let you starve. He will provide for you. Mm-hmm. His faith. It's just so when we have the perspective that our life is not our life, that this world is not our is not our home, that heaven is our home, then we'll be able to give whatever God wants. Like 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 you said, Abraham. Abraham believed that if he sacrificed his son, yes. that God is able to give him another son. Exactly. Sons. God, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, Abraham was like, well, you promised the son, like, but he went for it. I guess that's the thing. It was almost, God was testing his heart to see, mm-hmm. would you give up, like, your everything? Because Isaac was, you know, his beloved son that he never had. He finally gets the son from God, and then mm-hmm. God's like, now go, go and sacrifice your son. <laughs> and so it's like, um, I guess it, it, it really shows God wants to know what's in our heart. Are we willing, if God gave Jesus to us and gave up everything for us to die for us, to like be tortured for us, are we willing to give all of ourselves for God? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very good. So that's like, it's, it is true though, the perspective, because it's hard. It's like you, we, we play those games in our head of like, Oh, but this, but that, but, um, but then when you change, when you look at the perspective of, um, how everything comes from God mm-hmm. and everything, life itself comes from God, like the fact that you can breathe and God created life, you're just like, so what is holding me back from doing what God wants me to do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's definitely true. Very good. Let's keep going. I think there's still some more verses to cover. So, um, one other verse that I, I looked at, it was John chapter 15, verse 1 to 7. Mm-hmm. When the Bible says that Jesus, like God is divine, or Jesus is divine, we are the branches. Look at what I wrote down in my notes. Every branch that is genuinely surrendered to Jesus will be a fruit. Every branch that is genuinely surrendered to the vine of the tree will be a fruit. Okay. Every branch that is not surrendered to him will not be a fruit. What is a fruit? Is holiness, um, good character, love, joy, peace. All these things come from Jesus, come from the vine that flows in. Now, if a Christian... Is still exhibiting gossip, lying. It's because there's an area of in your life that is not fully surrendered to Jesus. 
they need to surrender that part of their life to Jesus. Now, the branch may still be attached to the vine. They can still be Christians. There are many Christians like that today. They are still connected to Jesus. Okay? But there is no surrender to Jesus as a source. They don't see Jesus as a source of their life. So, <laughs> so, but they claim him as their savior. They claim him as your friend, but they don't depend on him for everything. They try to do this by themselves, try to love by themselves, try to pray by themselves, mm -hmm. try to forgive by themselves, and they find out that they can't. Mm -hmm. So, that is why. Now, the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. That is why we need to abide in Jesus because we can do nothing without Him. <laughs> what do you have to say about this topic? That's a scripture that, as um, I've definitely had to reflect on a lot because it's a scripture a lot of people have given me. Mm -hmm. Because I, I grew up with a, more of a perfectionist mindset of you gotta be perfect, you gotta you know, kind of strive your way to that perfection. And so um, when I became a Christian, it was like, oh, like I got to start loving people. I got to start having joy. I got to start having peace. And I'm just like trying to, trying to, trying to do it all. Um, and then you end up failing. <laughs> and then you're like, wow, like I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it on my own. And, um, it's really when you realize you've got to depend on Jesus. Mm -hmm. You have to just be patient with um, God's work in you. That I know that there's uh, that scripture um, that God will finish the work he started in you. Exactly. So um, there's hope. There's hope even in the, the midst of when you're, you're thinking, mm -hmm. like, um, you know, that you can do it or like, you realize that you can't do it, but that's exactly why um, that's when Jesus came. He came to help the hopeless, the poor in spirit. Um, there's like a there's like a um, a quote. A lot of people say this all the time. I've heard it like recently, and they're like, um, "God helps those who help themselves." No, no, no. But then I'm like, "That's not in the Bible. <laughs> that's not in the Bible." And they always like refer to that. And I'm like, "But." But the Bible's like the opposite. Like God helps the helpless. He helps those who can't help themselves. Like we're helplessly hopeless exactly. <laughs> and like sinners and we can't help ourselves. Like our only hope is in Jesus that he cleanses us, redeems us, sanctifies us. He justified us. Um, so it's just remembering that we really can do it on our own. And by surrendering to him, we actually see the greatest um, breakthrough, the most fruit, the mm -hmm. most, um, oh, that, you know, it says, um, like, I must decrease. Like, like and, and he must increase. And yeah. he must increase. And so it's like when we are giving up to the Lord, he is increasing. Like, the more we give up, um, the more he can work through us. Okay, so another scripture I would like us to look at today, the book of Proverbs, 
chapter 23, verse 26, he says, My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my way. My son, give me. That word give me is powerful. Surrender is the giving of your entire life to Jesus. When God says surrender, he's saying give me. I'll tell you something. Do you know that Peter and the disciples were fishing? And Jesus Christ came and said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that immediately they left their net and they followed Jesus. Question, did Jesus fulfill his promise? Did he make them fishers of men? He did. He did. (laughs) Fantastic, beautiful. So, when God is saying, give me, it comes with a promise. Mm -hmm. If whatever you give Jesus, there's a scripture that says that no man having given houses, mother, Father, for my name's sake, but will receive more a hundredfold, mm-hmm. even have eternity. But you will have your treasure in heaven. Yes. So, giving is not losing. No. It's investing. It, it's like, it's really, and I, I guess that's even like, God challenges people that, like the more you give to him and so into the kingdom, it's like the more you're going to receive back. And I mean, um, I guess God is trying to tell us like you don't have to be afraid that, you know, it'll be in vain or something. There is a reward. Um, and we might not see it right away, but we know that God has us and he has blessings for us. And mm-hmm. it might be in the next, in the next, um, life <laughs> but um he has blessings for us for sure rewards okay so thank you nathan so we're going to end it with this last verse galatians 2 verse 20 we need to talk about our text that day i was talking about emmanuel is dead emmanuel is alive Not yeah that. i was like i didn't know what was <laughs> What was going? What was going on? I just see on Facebook. He posted our text conversation. I'm like, what, Emmanuel? Exposing me? No, no, no. Like, it's not. It's not. It's not exposing you. It's exposing myself. Okay. Because because I I didn't um I did not um put our other conversations. Yeah, no. I'm not offended. I'm not. not I understand. So yeah, Galatians two verse twenty says, "For I am crucified with Christ." It is no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. Mm. When you've known that you've fully surrendered to Jesus, this is what happens. Your entire life, your eating, your sleeping, your movement, everything you do, is all, it all comes from Jesus. Mm. Every step you take has to be Him telling you what to do. I wrote on my note, I said, it is those who are surrendered to Jesus that can be crucified with him. If you look at the life of Jesus, 
he was not forced to the cross instead he surrendered himself to the cross when you decide to die with jesus be rest assured that you can no longer live your own life you must now live jesus's life or you can say jesus can now live his life through you when i said i'm dead i mean whatever i want to do i can't sometimes i feel like doing something yeah. <laughs> but if i yield to what he wants it's not what he wants i i say no to what i want mm. so that's also, so, so that is like the climax of everything yeah your your steps your eating your drinking <laughs> your talking i call people i text people based on him telling me to text them mm. so i so i Just me Nathan this is the best way to live. Mm. Living my own way. Yeah. An imperfect person and make mistakes all the time. Mm. But if the perfect Jesus guides your life and you follow him then what you do will become perfect. Mm. God even said in the Bible you must be perfect even as I am perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. People will say It's not possible to be perfect. Like I know you are correct. It's not possible to be perfect yeah. if you do it by yourself because we are all imperfect. Yes. But if you allow Jesus to lead you, the perfect Jesus to lead you, then what you do will be perfect. And when you are fully surrendered to him, you become perfect yourself because of him, not you. Yeah. It's really Jesus that is the atonement, right? His blood washes us clean. For we are our sins are forgiven and we are like cleansed of iniquity by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then the amazing um you know, result of the gospel is that now Jesus has given us the power over sin and um through him Christ in us we can live a life of righteousness mm-hmm. which was never possible before we were all enslaved to sin and now Jesus is like you guys are free to not live a life of sin 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 mm-hmm. you can actually um live a life free from the addiction the the gossip the hatred the fear whatever it is you can actually be free and rest in Jesus um like it says come to me all those who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest yeah. and when you take that um sur- the step of surrendering to God and allowing him to uh live in you and and guide your life it's you can finally rest mm-hmm. you can finally rest that burden that heavy yoke can be laid down and you can finally rest um in Jesus which is really amazing. Okay. Thank you very much Nathan for being part of the first episode of this um amazing talk about Jesus. This is the first time I'm having somebody, not only the first time but officially having somebody with me to talk about Jesus on the podcast. So yeah. 
come again on Wednesday for a brand new podcast and I believe you'll be blessed as well. I'll, I'll, I'll be having Nathan as well and we'll be talking about Jesus. So thank you for coming. Have a wonderful day.